Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Hi, just ask our team member, Sarah. When you order a Culver's Butterburger, you're never just a customer. You're a guest in our home. It's why we cook each Butterburger to order just for you. Right down to getting the perfect sear on the beef. That extra care may be a small town thing, but it's big time important to us. Let us serve you with a smile that stretches from our hometown to yours. Welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. LeCary Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like... Dale Mosier Auto Body. Consider it done, consider it done right. When you need repair, there's no need to despair. Dale Mosier does it all for you. The best and put us to the test. Dale Mosher Auto Body. Consider it done, consider it done right. And Unlimited Auto Body in Potosi, where experience counts. Remember, you have the right to choose who does your repairs, so count on Unlimited Auto Body for full body repair or full body paint and custom graphics. Unlimited Auto Body, located at 109 Missouri Street in Potosi. LeCarrie Auto Body Supply is proud to support your hometown repair shops.
Genevieve applying the pressure to Central's pitcher in Alexia Papi. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Hit back up the middle. Let's see if Central can turn two. They're going to go across the diamond for one. They get the out there. I'm surprised Miles didn't try to turn two there. That's the safe play going across the first. They might not have been able to pull off the double play, but I think they could have had they gone for it. And that would have ended the inning as well. Instead, St. Genevieve takes the lead two to one. It's a it's a tough one, a tough call to make. Hit down the left field line. It's a fair ball and will roll to the wall. One run comes in to score. It's a double and an RBI for Mallory Wolk as she plates Hope Schmelzley. That's a good piece of hitting by Schweigert. Yeah. Or excuse me, Schweigert there with the RBI double. A really, really good piece of hitting. First pitch swinging two just yanked it down the line and somehow that stayed fair, Sean. Here's the pitch is Central now, the one in trouble. They trail three to one in this ballgame. Neil one. Fouled straight back. Knocked down at the plate. It's going to miss for a ball. One and two, your count. It's a 3-1 lead for the St. Genevieve Dragons. Two outs in the bottom of the first inning. Hit in the air, center field, and deep. Polite looks back, runs out of room, and it dings off the top of a white sedan. It's straightaway center field for a two-run blast from Ava Meyer. And the St. Genevieve Dragons have uncorked a five-run bottom of the first inning. Five to one, they lead. Sean, you go back and look at that play where Sidney Miles elected not to go for two on, on what could have been a double play situation. I think she had time. It would have been close. It would have been a lot better to get the lead runner in that situation than the runner that was heading to first in the play. I don't mind her decision, but you yeah. just look at it now and hindsight's twenty twenty, and now it's five to one and what could have you know, ended the inning in a 1-1 game. Well, that's it. A lot of these runs have come after that fact if they were able to turn to. But I think the bigger problem is Pape is just being hit pretty well by the St. Genevieve Dragons throughout this game. I mean, that's just another extra base hit to go with this first inning. And it came from Ava Meyer out of the seventh spot. I know this is a good St. Gen bunch. Obviously, I mentioned earlier, they faced off against the Central Lady Rebels in the district championship game a year ago. That being said, this is a great start for the St. Genevieve Lady Dragons. Put up a five-run, a five-to-one lead rather over the Central Lady Rebels back in inning number one. Pitch misses on the outside part of the plate. And it's a one-zero count. That was a close one. Not helping Pape's cause in the circle if she's not going to get the close ones. The one-zero. Towards the shortstop, Miles across the diamond to first, and that is out number three 
to stop the bleeding for the Central Lady Rebels after the St. Genevieve Dragons put five runs up on the board off of three hits, one error, and courtesy of that Ava Meyer home run, nobody left on base. Central Lady Rebels with some work to do. They'll send Peter, Portell, and McClanahan to the plate, trailing 5-1 to one when we return on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. This is Lance Secrets at Ozarks Modern Insulation. Winter is just ahead, and those expensive heating bills will be showing up in your mailbox again soon. Heat loss through your ceiling is a huge concern, but is easily addressed by air sealing and adding insulation to your attic. We have been the experts in this field for over 45 years, and we know how to address the issue. And as always, we are happy to provide you with a free in-home assessment to let you know where your home stands. Call us at 431-2707 or request your free quote online at ozarkinsulation.com. Go green and go Cardinals. Is your insurance company like that cousin who only calls when he needs money? It might be time to see me, Chris Morrison, your good neighbor State Farm agent in Farmington. I'll show you why State Farm has been the number one name in insurance for over 70 years. Personal service, big savings on your auto, home, or life insurance, and fast claim service when you need us. Contact me today, and I'll show you how to get to a better state with a better rate. Learn more online at chrismorrisonagency.com. See Placid Tire Service for the right tire at the right price right now. Placid Tire Service is the area's biggest selection of in-stock tires at the lowest price. While others are searching for tires to order, we'll get you fixed up with a great set of tires and back on the road in no time with our four tires, one-hour guarantee. Plus, we make the purchase easy on your budget with our Placid Tire Service card or no credit needed financing options. For the right tire at the right price right now, the choice is easy. That's Placid Tire Service. It's a 1-1 count to begin the second inning for Kylie Peter as the bottom third of the order will bat for the Central Lady Rebels. Peter Portell, McClanahan all do up in a 5-1 ball game that Central finds themselves on the wrong end of. This is loan away for a ball. Two balls, one strike, your count. As Peter awaits the pitch. Low, just below the knees, and it's a 3-1 count. Essentially, you have to look at this as you're not going to come back all at one inning. We're only through one inning of play. There's plenty of softball to be played, but it can be a little intimidating when you come to the plate and all of a sudden, okay, it's 5-1. What are we going to do here? Pulled foul. Count runs full for Peter, 3-2. and two. The good thing for Ava Greer, Sean, is that now in the circle that you've, you're seeing the count go 3-2, and two, and again, you find yourself behind in a batter, but you're not trailing now. You're leading by four. So the pressure, even if it's is applied is a little bit easier. Here's just your lead, a leadoff walk to Kylie Peter. Ball missing inside, and it's ball four to Peter. So she'll take her base. Here comes McKinley Portell to the plate. And it was in the first inning that the leadoff walk came back to bite Ava Greer early on when Portell circled the bases after a steal of second, then tagged up on a fly ball to left, and then scored on a single by Sydney Miles. Portell digs in, shows bunt, barrel pulled back. It's taken for a ball. Peter stays at first. It's a good read by McKinley Portell to pull back on that one. Just a little bit low. You never want to poke it, the bat at it. You either pop it up there or foul it off, and she wisely pulled back. We've seen this umpire throughout the early part of this game so far. Kind of call that strike zone a little tight, too. So if it's not looking good, just kind of pull the barrel back. This time waving at it is Portell. She's behind, and it's a 1-1 count. That was a pitch at eye level. Sometimes for batters, those eye level pitches look like the best because you can see it the best because it's coming right, right at eye level. You don't have to adjust for it, and sometimes you won't even touch it, and that's what we saw there. The 1-1 barrel pulled back. 
called a strike. I don't know if she got it back in time. And it's a 1-2 count on Portel. We'll see if she still has the green light on a bunt. The 1-2. Upstairs, missing for a ball. Two balls, two strikes, your count. I like that pitch. Not sure if it's by design, but Greer going back up the ladder, trying to get Portel to chase again. Portel wisely lays off. 2-2. Called strike on the low inside corner. Down looking is Portel. And we got one out here in the top of the second inning. Second strikeout for Gurish after she ended the first with the strikeout swinging. That's a, a looking strikeout by McKinley Portel. And with one away, that'll bring up the nine hitter for the Central Lady Rebels, Ella McClanahan. She'll take a first pitch strike. Sean, you, you mentioned this a ton. How important would it be for McClanahan to set the table for the top of the order trailing 5-1? Oh, well, especially in terms of getting those runs back, you've already got two of them on base. That's where it's huge. Like I said, you don't have to do it all at once, but if you can get a little bit here, I think that'll do a lot for the Central Lady Rebels' confidence. The 1-1. Slap towards short. Huber to second, on to first, not in time. It was a low throw to Mallory Walk. Won't be an error. You can't count the error when you're trying for the double play. So it goes down as a fielder's choice. Out at second is Peter. So there's two away and a runner on at first base. And that'll bring Portel, the leadoff hitter, for the Central Lady Rebels to the plate. Alexis Portel. That would have been a close one, too, had the ball not been dropped. Could have gone either way. I think they would have been a safe call there as well. As uh, McClanahan did a good job of running that one out. I'm with you. I, I think that one would have been safe at first either way. But it still would have been a close play. I'd, I'd be curious to see the result of it. So Alexis Portel digs in. As you mentioned earlier, she had that leadoff walk, came around to score for the Central Lady Rebels, and she begins her second at-bat, taking a first pitch strike in the low inside corner. Owen won your count to Alexis Portel. The 1-1 to her, sliced back and foul, and quickly the count goes 0-2. We saw Ava Greer back in the first inning work in and out of trouble. She had two on, both of them in scoring position, and escaped only allowing one run. And neither of them were that one run. One, two. Trying to pull back the barrel of the bat as Alexis Portel gets a piece of it, and it's sliced foul and out of play. A couple of excuse me swings from Portel. That fastball from Ava Greer just getting right on hitters early when she's finding the spot with it, too. She's settled in in this inning compared to the first. We saw a lot more location issues back in that first inning. Seen some good command here, and I thought that was about to be strike three looking, and Alexis Portel rung up a breaking ball from Ava Greer that I thought entered the zone. The home plate umpire disagreed. The 2-2. Weak hack from Alexis Portel. She chases one way downstairs and off the plate. She swings through for out number three in the top half of inning number two. No runs, no hits, no errors. One runner left stranded at first. It's a 5-1 to one ball game as we're in the middle of the second inning. St. Genevieve with Greer, Huber, and Terry to up when we return. On the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. The votes have been counted. The numbers are in. 
The word is out. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. The best hangout is the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. The gang is waiting for you, so why not join them in the bullpen? Watch the big game on one of the big screens, enjoy a delicious meal, play a round of cornhole or in the arcade room, and have fun in a family-friendly atmosphere. There's only one way to play in the bullpen, and that's at the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. What is the difference between insurance companies? This is Jerry Weems with Weems Insurance Agency. Trying to determine the proper insurance coverage, we work with the top national and regional insurance companies to help you identify the right type of policy and the proper level of protection. Call me today at 573-701-9300 to see how our insurance solutions will give you peace of mind and affordable price. 573-701-9300. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of Mac Athletics. Bottom of the second inning, and a new pitcher in the circle for the Central Lady Rebels. It's Zoe Ray who's into the game. First pitch from her, slow roller towards third. McClanahan's got it. Crossed the diamond first in time, one away. So a quick, soft ground out induced by Zoe Ray, and we'll get you the book momentarily as the day is done for Alexia Poppy in the circle. She pitched one inning complete, faced eight batters on 19 pitches, Six were balls, 13 were strikes. She allowed three hits, five runs, none of them earned. Didn't walk anyone. Struck one out, hit one as well. She's got an ERA of zero, but a whip of three. All said and done through her one inning of work. The first pitch to Ava Huber as we're back to the top of the order. Misses upstairs for a ball, 1-0. And the second pitch gets Ava Huber right on the hip. And she'll take her base. Sporting a new uniform that was debuted just about an hour ago. And probably closer to two hours ago now for the Central or the St. Genevieve Lady Dragons. They were in their traditional home whites getting ready to play. And then out of the box came new pinstripe uniforms for the St. Genevieve Lady Dragons today with dragons written across the front of the uniform with names on the back of the uniform as well. An uncommon but nice touch that you see in high school sports. 1-0 to Terry. Off speed, misses low and inside for a ball. 2-0 your counts. Sean, as a Yankees fan you are, I would like mm-hmm. to ask you this. Do you like pinstripes on jerseys? In baseball, I love it, yeah. Other sports, it kind of looks weird when you do it. Like the Orlando Magic, yeah, yeah, the Orlando yeah, Magic you. have worn pinstripes before. Other teams have, too. That's just the first one that comes to mind, but it just kind of feels Baseball compared to, and softball as well, compared to other sports, kind of has that, like, suit and tie feel to it a little bit, you know. Has that one? Did that get Terry? I don't it's think it behind did. her for ball four. There to get it quickly is Cadence Cosby, nonetheless. The big reason whether or not that hitter is Ava Hubert going to take it off for third if that was ball four. But uh, Terry's going to take her base at first, so it's two on, one out in the bottom of the second inning, and three hitter Chloe Staffin up to the plate. Sean, I'm with you. I, I I really like a a jersey with pinstripes if it's done well. Pulled foul on the left-hand side. 
Here's my one thing that I will say, and I know they literally just pulled these uniforms out of the, the box not long ago. The yep. pants. Yep, I was about to say the same thing. So I have two combinations I'm okay with. Pinstripe pants or the color of the pinstripe is the color of the pants. Yeah. I, I like either one of those. I agree. Uh, my wife, on the other hand, she does not like pinstripe jerseys. She said, No. No. I, I was talking with her about it. I was like, What? How do you not like them? <laughs> she said, It just looks too. Too lackadaisical, like they didn't want to put any effort into the jersey. And I was like, well, if there's no pinstripes, it's just white. Yeah. <laughs> Low and away, but call to strike. Count as one and two to Chloe Staffen. Yeah, it depends on what the alternate is. Yes, and what yeah. we saw before was just a basic white uniform. So here, these pinstripe uniforms, there's more happening to it. The one-two pulled foul. Now, that being said, you won't never see pinstripes and something else happening on the uniform as well because then it kind of just turns, in, yeah, yeah. It turns into an eyesore at that yes. point. These pinstripe jerseys, if they get pinstripe pants as well, paired with the stirrup socks, mm -hmm. might be one of the best softball jerseys in the area for St. Genevieve. They got a good one. I know Arcadia Valley, I think their baseball team has pinstripes. They kind of do it with you know, an inverse color, though, with black and yellow on the pinstripes is that one smoked past the diving Sydney Miles into left field. They're going to hold the runner Huber at third and not test the arm of Alexis Portel in left. And that will keep it at a 5-1 ball game. But again, for the second inning in a row, St. Genevieve threatened putting up a big crooked number on the board. They've got the bases loaded and cleanup hitter Hope Schmelzley coming to the plate. Nice touch on these jerseys, too, Sean. I just noticed last names on the back, too, for St. Genevieve. Yeah, pointing out names on the uniform. And that's something you do not see all that often is we're going to get a courtesy runner at first base for Staffen. Autumn Werner back out to run in her place again. And the first pitch smacked up the middle through for a base hit. That's going to plate at least one. Kelsey Poley can't handle it cleanly. The throw to the plate. Tag not in time. And that bobble from Polite might have been the difference in whether or not Terry is safer out at home. Two-run score. It's 7-1 to one in favor of the St. Genevieve Lady Dragons. Well, you'll put that second run on the uh, error by the center fielder. That is Kelsey Polite, unable to come up with it. Just kind of went down. I think she took her head off of it before picking it up cleanly. Just tried to jab it with the nose of the glove and just dropped it. Yeah, didn't really scoop it up too cleanly in center field. And that was the difference. I think if the, she gets that clean and in one swift motion fires it home, it was a good throw to Cosby. Just came in too late. A 7-1 ball game is this one. Slow rolled towards Sydney Miles. She'll go to third for the out. They'll hold there instead of going back across the diamond. So they get the lead runner for out number two. That's a good play. Get the lead runner. You don't want to force a, a potential play that probably would have gotten out at first, but you never know and could have loaded the bases or gone away and scored a run. Get the play right in front of you. A smart play by the shortstop, Sidney Miles. And that will bring Mia Schweigert to the plate. Swings at the first pitch she sees, and it's an 0-1 count. We've seen St. Jen go after Zoe Ray quickly, as opposed to Alexia Pape, where they kind of sat back on her a little bit more. As that one foul and goes off the batter, Schweigert. It was one for one on the day. She had that double down the line to left field that was fair by about a foot. Ray with the pitch. Foul out of play. This time on the hill on the right-hand side. And the count sits 0-2. Ray trying to escape trouble and limit the damage to just two. It's a 7-1 ball game in favor of St. Genevieve. Sean, I think this is a huge pitch. The 0-2 pitch popped up behind us out of play. 
They'll be followed up by another huge pitch as we got the same situation. 0-2 counts, two outs. Schmelzley on second and Mallory Wolk on first. Playing Zoe or playing the batter straight up. And it's called strike three from Ray on the outside corner. Schweigert goes down to strand two runners at second and at first. But St. Genevieve, they had two runs off of two hits and an error commit by the Central Lady Rebels and through two innings of play, the St. Genevieve Dragons with the lead of 7-1. to They're back up, or the Central Lady Rebels are up when we return after this on KFMO. Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Hi, just ask our team member, Sarah. When you order a Culver's Butterburger, you're never just a customer. You're a guest in our home. It's why we cook each Butterburger to order just for you, right down to getting the perfect sear on the beef. That extra care may be a small-town thing, but it's big-time important to us. Let us serve you with a smile that stretches from our hometown to yours. Welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. High school softball on KFMO is brought to you by Cozine Memorial Chapel in Farmington. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus. Chris Offenberg, GM Superstore in Farmington. First State Community Banks. We'll let home furnishings in Bonterre and Farmington. And Shelter Insurance Agent J.J. Vickers in Bonterre. Well, I said last inning, the Central Lady Rebels got some work to do. Here to start the third inning, they got even more work to do as Kelsey Poli will lead things off and here to take over the play-by-play duties is Jared Pettis. Sean, thanks. The first pitch misses low for a ball. As it'll be Poli, Miles, Cosby, the expected hitters in this inning. If we get past that, Poppy waits. Second pitch of the A-B to Poli, swung on and missed. That pitch was a good one at the knees. Just swung right over the top of it. The, we talked about the Dragons uniforms last inning. These central uniforms as well, they're they're sharp as well. The 1-1, this one's lifted in the air towards the second baseman. That is Schweigert. She patrols over to the first base side, and she makes the catch as Mallory Wolk gets out of her way. The second baseman's ball, and she has it. Score that one P4. Good play by Schweigert communication-wise to call off Mallory Wolk because she was kind of eyeing it, and as it drifted closer to her, I think she was going to make a play on it, but Schweigert had a good beat on it the whole way, communicated that clearly, and Wolk just backed off and let her make the play. First pitch swinging for Sydney Miles. She poked it foul over the dugout of St. Genevieve to the third base side. The left-handed hitter is Sydney Miles. She's behind 0-1. These navy blue jerseys with a red stripe on either side of the sleeves and white wording that is Rebels in cursive. And I think it's a double stripe. You kind of got, I think, either that or it's just double what with. Second pitch swung on miss. It's 0-2. And the wording on the front actually reads central. But you got that typical baseball softball underline at the end of the word as well under it. I like that look too. The 0-2 poked into center field over the head of the shortstop. Miles going to find herself with her second hit of the game and another single. She'll stand at first as Cadence Cosby comes up with one away. And, yeah, you, it, it does look like there might be a double striping on those sleeves. And, and I was just about to say the typical underneath of the name little swoop in white as well and a crouch stands from the right-handed hitter Cadence Cosby she's the catcher for these rebels and she watches the first pitch miss low we've got some good baseball and softball uniforms in this area I'm a huge fan and they don't wear it a ton but the you know 
You think back to the Bash Brothers Oakland A's uniforms that the St. Genevieve Dragons baseball team debuted a few years back. Oh, one popped up to left field. No one's going to come get it. I don't think the right fielder saw it, rather, as Ava Meyer had to come get it. I don't think she had a really good read on it. And the second baseman, Schweigert, went out as well, and it kind of just fell in no man's land between them. And Hope Schmelzley, the center fielder, that'll result in a single. And with two runners on and one away, it brings up Alexia Poppy. Well, I praised Schweigert for her communication. Here comes the constructive criticism time between Schmelzley and Meyer. Someone's got to communicate to the other person who wants it. Because neither of them talked to each other, and they both kind of waited for the other person to go get it. As the first pitch to Poppy misses low, Ava Greer is still in the circle for the St. Genevieve Dragons. That's one where all fly balls in the outfield, if the center fielder can get to it, it's their ball. I think that one's the right fielder's, right fielder's yeah. ball, though, because she was there closer, could have got to it. I just don't know if she had a good read on it. And, that is uh, Ava, uh, Ava Meyer in and, right field. And she was attacking downhill on it, too. You know, the center fielder, Schmelzi, kind of had to drift laterally to get to it. That was one that Meyer just had to go straight forward to make a play on. There's a hopper to the dish. It's 2-1 and one as that one misses low from Greer. And again, she's working behind a hitter. And it's Alexia Poppy, the former pitcher, now playing right field, I believe. As she swings and misses at the 2-1, make it 2-2 with two on and one away. Here in the top of the third, if you're just with us, 7-1 to one is the score. Dragons leading. They scored five in the first, two in the second. Central had an early lead of one to nothing after they plated one in the first. Greer toes the rubber, the 2-2. Swung on and missed in the dirt, but with the runner at first, you won't have to throw down as Poppy is retired on strikes. She's 0 for 2 today. Going back to Greer in the first pitch strike, only 36% of at-bats so far throughout this game have begun with the first pitch strike from her, but listen, the end result at the end of the day, she's allowed one run. And that's all you can ask for out of your starting pitcher, especially against a lineup like Central's got. And she'll work behind Chloe Dishbein, who steps in. 1-0 is the count. After that pitch, missed outside to the right-handed hitter, Chloe Dishbein, with a open stance. Watches this one miss low and inside as well. It's 2-0 with two on and two outs here in inning number three. I mean, this is a Central Lady Rebels ball club that a year ago made it to the final four, and they bring back their top three hitters in the order, Alexis Portel, Sydney Miles, Cadence Cosby. This one's poked to center field, and it's going to get past the center fielder, Schmelzley. One is going to come in to score, rounding first. That'll be Cosby. She'll come in and score as well, and that will cut the lead from 7-1, to one, now to 7-2, to two, as Chloe Dishbein has a two-RBI stand-up double. Well, Dishbein, one of the players replacing a key player last year for the Central Lady Rebels, as she's playing first base, taking over for Taylor Marler, who had that responsibility much of the season a year ago. But she's up in the order as well in the sixth spot. So they got some high expectations for her here, and impressive getting a swing like that on the ball too. Uh, going back to what we talked about before, limited work. She was playing basketball about a week ago. As the first pitch right down the middle, Peter takes it. Two outs. That's a good piece of hitting with two outs, too. Not trying to do too much. Just get it out to where at least one can score. And fortunately for Dishbein, she found a hole. It's now 0-2, and, uh, oh and two rather, after the second pitch was swung on a miss. It is Kylie Peter at the dish. She is registering her first A-B now as she is sat down looking, and that will do it for the top of inning number two. Central gets two runs on three hits, no errors, and they do leave one stranded. We head to the bottom of the third, 7-3. to St. Genevieve leads on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO.
Farmington Building Supply on Karst Boulevard in Farmington is there to help with everything you need for your next project. Rick and his team are knowledgeable and experienced and are there to help, whether you're a professional contractor or the do-it-yourselfer. Farmington Building Supply, locally owned since 1958, offers you their number one priority, service. Find all the supplies you're looking for along with information and experience you need to finish your project from start to finish at Farmington Building Supply on Karst Boulevard in Farmington. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this summer, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. Follow the rainbow this month to find the deal of your dreams. Hi, Ashley Sism from Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. The luck of the Irish is the theme all around, but there's no need for luck when you shop here, local in town. Making us your first stop to shop won't ever get old, because this month we want to help you find your pot of gold. Trade up and trade out of your ride today. Don't think that you can? We'll show you the way. This March, get employee pricing on all new Edge Escape and EcoSports. It's been far too long and deals have been few. But with X-Plan pricing this month, we're giving back to you. A great car buying experience is no mythical creature in green. It's a local hometown staff that truly makes you feel seen. There's no need for luck or for shopping around. We get most buyers approved with no money down. Rebuilding your credit isn't like searching for clover. Our team will help throw past credit over your shoulder. Follow the rainbow this month to your pot of gold and employee pricing. Hurry in to Sam Sism Ford Lincoln today. Call 431-3177 or online at SismFord.com. Credit requires bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. See dealer for details. Starting the inning off 0-2, it's Ava Meyer in the 7-8-9 due up for the St. Genevieve Dragons, leading 7-3 as Meyer fouls this one off. The third pitch she has seen, she's behind 0-2. Still in the circle, it's Zoe Ray for Central in the 0-2 foul off again. We redo it. Meyer, the right fielder for the Dragons, wears jersey number 22. Dark green numbers on this white jersey with pinstripes. And going back to what I was saying before about replacing players for the Central Lady Rebels, the big question mark entering this year is pitching and where is it going to come from. Taylor Marler and Allie Kelly both combined to handle those duties a year ago for the Central Lady Rebels. They're not here anymore. They're going to have to find somebody that can pitch because more so probably even arguably important than you would a quarterback in football your success, the talent at pitcher is a direct line to how successful you can be. I mean, how often do you see in, you know, Final Fours, we've been there these last couple of years with Potosi making tr- two trips, the Central Lady Rebels making a trip last year. Do you get to a Final Four and you don't see a team with superior pitching compared to everyone else that they've seen over the course of the season? You seldom do. As Ava Meyer sat down looking on a pitch that was called on the outside part of the plate, one away, that brings in Brenna Wiener, and she's ahead in the count, 1-0, and oh, after that pitch went to the backstop. And then Cadence Cosby kind of returned the favor and airmailed it back to Zoe Ray into center field. The second pitch of the at-bat, low and in the turf pellets, 2-0. and oh. You don't often see turf on a softball field at the high school level. Glad St. Genevieve was able to install that a couple years ago to match the baseball field. Here's a 2-0 count and a 2-0 pitch, and it's outside 3-0. and Well, I think Yanks Field in St. Jen is a direct reason why they've got this turf infield and why everyone else is pushing to kind of have the same. St. Jen's able to play baseball today. 
lot of teams throughout the area wouldn't be able to with the rain that we've got yesterday. And any time there is rain and that happens early in the day and it stops sometime in the afternoon, Mike McDaniel's phone is blowing up with people <laughs> asking if they're available, if the field's available for them to play baseball or if someone's already claimed it. 3-1. This one's pushed foul down the third base line. The lefty hitting Brenna Wiener is behind 3-2. and two. She's 0-for-1 today, and especially around conference tournament time, if St. Genevieve is not hosting, Sean, I'm sure it is uh, Mike McDaniel on, hold, or on, yeah. uh, on call 24-7. Yeah, they, I think they know by now that St. Gen, wherever the AAA conference tournament is set to be held, St. Genevieve is the backup site. 3-2 <laughs> foul off again. Here on the bottom of the third inning, St. Jen leading 7-3. to Tough for the Central Lady Rebels. Most of their starters on the field today played basketball a week ago as the 3-2 misses just high and away. And that'll be ball four, and Brenna Wiener works a walk. She's on base for the first time today. I mean, Saturday they had to play in a third-place game, hop on a bus. I'm guessing they stayed for the boys' championship game, so it's not like they got on the bus right away. They had to wait for the boys' game to go final. Boys get ready. Everyone gets on the bus to head home. Then they got to turn around Sunday practice and then Monday game against the Valley Catholic Bunch, who should be pretty good this year. That's a really good bunt and not a good decision by the catcher and Cadence Cosby to throw it into center field. And so reaching on the bunt, it'll be Ava Greer. She just poked at it, and that was honestly, Sean, about a foot and a half in front of home plate. They easily had an out at first, but the catcher and Cadence Gibson just threw it in the center field, and a good job of uh, backing up by Kelsey Poli to hold the runners at first and second. I'm going to put that down as a fielder's choice, not in error. I think it would have been a close play at second. I don't know if they would have gotten Wiener at second base, but uh, Greer is at first, like you said, solely because of the decision to go to second. And that'll bring in Jolie Parker to pinch, or a courtesy run, rather, at first base for the pitcher in Greer. And I think I only would have stated that as an error if the runners advanced. I'm with you on yeah. that fielder's choice play. And so that sends us to the top of the order. One, two, three, Ava Huber in. The first one gets away from the catcher, and that'll allow the runners to advance now as a pass ball puts the runners in scoring position, second and third, and a 1-0 count. And Huber, Sean, she has had a plate appearance in every inning, the first, second, and third, reached on an error in the first and scored, was hit in the second and scored, and her club leads 7-3 to in pressuring the pitcher that is Zoe Ray here. Well, she might not be the only one to accomplish that feat. Is St. Jen still got a couple batters to go here. There's only one out, and you've got two on, both in scoring position, so it's not like there's an easy double play you can find somewhere. The 1-1. This one's high and outside. Make it 2-1, and one, and took a look down to third, and the runner, Bruno Winner, she thought about heading home on that high pitch, but once the catcher caught it, she thought wisely and went back to third. 2-1 from Ray, towing the rubber. That one is, oh, they say that got her. Hmm. Ava Huber just stuck out the elbow. I didn't see any contact. She kind of was still in the box like it didn't hit her, and the umpire said, nope, oh, that got a piece of you. And so the bases are loaded with Maddie Terry, the third baseman, due up. Well, here we go. Terry up at the plate and nowhere to put her. Huber's at first, Parker's at second, Wiener's at third. And St. Jen's already got a 7-3 lead, and there's only one out in the inning as well. Things could go from bad to worse for the Central Lady Rebels here if they don't find a way to get out of this trouble. Wind blowing right to left. In the symmetrical field that is Leon's field, 190 down the poles and 190 to dead center. The 1-0 is chopped to the third baseman. She'll fire to first. Oh, she's safe. The first baseman dispy came off the bag early. That's going to be an E3 and a run scores. 
Well, the Central Lady Rebels said the thing they worked on when they got together, hit, hit, hit. Chloe Dishbein has not been here. She's a star player on that Central Lady Rebels squad, all-stater as well. You wonder how much work she's been able to get at first base here. And again, last year she wasn't a starting first baseman for the Central Lady Rebels either. She's a new starter for them this season. Here's a two-hopper down the third base line by Chloe Staffenfeld. She's behind 0-1. She was hit in the first and scored, singled in the second, was out on a fielder's choice at third base for the second out in the inning. And she's behind 0-1. And the pitch just high and away, and that evens the count 1-1. and So at third base, it is now Ava Greer, or the courtesy runner for her, Jolie Parker, at second, Ava Huber, and at first, Maddie Terry. The 1-1, this one's lifted in the air to left. Well hit going over to get it, though, the left fielder and Portel, but she can't come up with it. She drops it, and that'll allow her run to score. Things are going from bad to worse quickly for the Central Lady Rebels. You know, their pitching has had a hard time. Like we said, they're going to have to find someone new to be the pitcher this year for Central. But the fielding miscues... You know, Chloe Dishbein coming off the bag a little bit early, trying to stretch for it. Alexis Portel missing one right to her in left field. The, these are the little mistakes that maybe last year, you know, when you had Allie Kelly uh, available to pitch for you, when you had Taylor Marler, you can get away with those miscues. This season, that's not going to be the case. That was Chloe Staffen reaching on the air. That's back-to-back errors with the one-out inning. That would have sent us to the end of the third. Instead, two runs for... St. Jen, and now we're going to have a third as being hit is Hope Schmelzley on the second pitch she sees, and so she's reached three times now after two singles and now a hit by pitch, and that'll bring in Mallory Wolk. And here comes Amber Beers as well. She'll head out to the circle. The infield will join her along with Zoe Ray and Cadence Cosby, and they're going to talk this over. I don't know if they're going to pull Zoe Ray out of this game, but this is a Central Rebels bunch that doesn't have a deep roster now they're in class two they're one of the bigger schools in our area but they've only got three players available on the bench for them one of them was zoe ray so she's in the game now the other two players that are left are jc mcmillan and alex neff and that's it so it's not like this is a deep team where okay we got a couple other players we can turn to ray i beg your pardon that is the batter and Walk just pokes this one to the right fielder, but they're going to get a force out at second base as the right fielder, McKinley Portel, came in to get it. And a slow Hope Schmelzley to second base is thrown out. That'll score a run, though, on the fielder's choice. The second for Walk in the game as far as fielder's choices go as Schmelzley is out on a 9-6 putout. And runners are at the corners as batting now is... Mia Schweigert, she homered back in the first, and she swings and misses at this one. Yeah, Schmelzley kind of had nothing she could really do there. She's waiting to see if Peter at second base was able to dive and make a play on the ball. She wasn't able to, and because of that, she had to wait to get her jump towards second. Meanwhile, Portel got it in right field and just quickly saw the opportunity at second base awaiting her, took advantage of it for out number two. 0-2 to Schweigert coming here we'll see if central can take advantage this one's pushed to the pitcher the third baseman gonna come and get it no one can corral it though as the third baseman and ella mcclanahan just ran right past it as it got a little bit of a weird hop some backspin to it 
And the pitcher then is Zoe Ray just stood there and watched it, and that'll be an infield single. Well, Zoe Ray initially came on like she had a chance at it, but because of that spin, it stayed away from her. And because of said spin, it bounced towards Ella McClanahan, but super low. And because of that, she wasn't able to get low enough to make a play on it. So it's an infield single. And now we're looking at a 12-3 to ball game. Central for the second game in a row is now allowed 12-plus runs. Back against Valley Catholic, it was a 14-2 ball game that they lost. And we're back to Ava Meyer, who led off the inning. She's ahead in the count 2-0. As that's pitch number 31 of the inning for pitcher Zoe Ray. She had 20 pitches in the second when she came on in relief. The 2-0. That one just got the top of the strike zone. Make it 2-1. At second base, the runner, it is Mallory Wolk. At first, Mia Schweigert. The 2-1. This one's pumped in the air, but foul behind the central dugout. And we're even in the count, 2-2. Two two. Ava Meyer, the right-handed hitter, struck out looking in her first at bat this inning. Hit a homer back in the first. Now with two runners on here and a 2-2 count with two outs. Two on, two out. Deuces are wild, Sean. 12-3 is the score. And that one is right there on the outside corner and sat down looking again. Ava Meyer, the first and third out in the bottom of the third inning. St. Genevieve, though, gets five runs to answer the two from Central. They lead 12-3 to three through three. We head to the fourth after this on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. You love your truck, and Plaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better. We've got wheels, leveling kits, and of course, the area's largest selection of light truck tires. With ATs and mud tires up to 35s and bigger, Plaza Tire Service has you covered. The pros at Plaza Tire Service can help you select a great combination that will work with your truck. Plus, with our Plaza Tire Service card or no credit needed financing, your upgrades can be easy on your budget. So take your truck from stock to spectacular with Plaza Tire Service. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills. Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills. Mineral Area College in Park Hills. And the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. Still working from the circle. It is St. Genevieve's starter, Ava Greer. And a 12-3 advantage. And the lights come on here at Leon's Field in an overcast sky as this chopper towards the shortstop is going to be thrown onto first and they get the leadoff hitter that was mckinley portell one down after one pitch that's a good start to the inning for greer as now we see ella mcclanahan back up she reached on a fielder's choice back in the second well here's where things get interesting for the central lady rebels normally you'd think okay it's the fourth inning we've got time but with one out in the fourth inning and a nine-run ball game st jen gets one more run All of a sudden, Central is looking at, okay, we got the top of the fifth inning to put something up on the board, or this game's over early. And who would have thought a rematch from a year ago in the championship game in one of the best districts we saw all season in terms of talent would end via the run rule? 
early season, I get it, but wow, I'm I'm shocked with how this game has played out so far. Ella McClanahan ties up the count one and one after watching the second pitch she see miss outside. The first one was called a strike. The third pitch swung on and missed. That one was high. Likely would have been ball two instead of one two count as McClanahan swings right through it. And Sean, graduation is always a good thing. For athletic teams, not so much, and that's what we see here. Yeah, it's this is a central ball club that is going to have to try to find some pitching throughout the course of the season. The one-two misses low, even in the count, two and two. McClanahan, again, 0 for 1 today, reached on the second with the fielder's choice, was stranded at first. It's still Ava Greer in the circle for St. Jen. The 2-2 swung on and missed. And that is strikeout number five for Ava Greer. She's really settled into this ball game. I mean, Greer, we talked about the issues that she had throughout this game, not getting the first pitch strikes. Um, you know, we talked about her getting into trouble in the first inning and having to work out of it. Listen, at the end of the day, the job's being done. She's held a good Central Lady Rebel squad to three runs. Meanwhile, the offense behind her has just exploded throughout this game. And that's why she's able to just be in attack mode here. Yeah, if she allows a great hit to, let's say, Portel, who's up at the plate right now, Alexis Portel. Okay, even if she knocks it out of the park, it's still an eight-run ball game at this point. And I think we're kind of seeing that in this inning from Ava Greer. She's certainly attacking the strike zone quite a bit more. Portel quickly behind 0-2. Watch the first one call the strike. Fouled off the second. And the third pitch quickly coming here as Greer toes the rubber in the circle. 0-2 coming. And it misses low, 1-2. and two. I'd like to correct myself. That was the sixth strikeout for Greer when she struck out McClanahan. And the one-two. Right back to Greer. She'll field it on to first with plenty of time. And our first one-two-three inning on either side, and it comes in the top of the fourth. No runs, no hits, no errors, no left on. And St. Genevieve will send eight, nine, and one coming up. It's Wiener, Greer, and Huber to the dish after this on KFMO. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. When you buy a vehicle, it's a big purchase and often a sacrifice. Hi, I'm John Robinson, sales manager at Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Farmington. When you're thinking about buying a new or used vehicle, we understand the hard work it takes to pay for one. That is why we work harder than any other dealership to get you the best deal possible. At Pettis Automotive, we will get you into the vehicle you need and want for the best price with the best customer service. Visit us today on the Outer Road off Highway 67 and let us help you get into the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Pettis Automotive, we will work harder for you than any other dealership. <laughs> Have an automotive issue? Let the experts take care of it for you. Wade's Auto Service is a full-service shop serving the Farmington area since 2015. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is locally owned and operated, and because they want to be your first choice for all of your auto service and repair needs, they warranty all of their work with a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. They stand behind their work. To schedule an appointment, simply give them a call, 573-664-1302. 
High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Kilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington. Through three and a half, St. Genevieve back to hit. 8-9-1 due up. They lead 12-3 Central, and it's still Zoe Ray in the mound, or in the circle rather. First pitch swinging for Wiener, and she swings and misses. Playing her to slice in center field. Kelsey Poli really favoring the left center field side. Is she got quite a bit of a jump scare there just a moment ago. 0-1. Wiener shows bunt and pulls back. Make it 0-2 as that one was called a strike right down the middle. If, if she can pull one to the right center field gap, she'll be running for days. One of the trains at the depot that they've got here just making a stop and always makes a ton of noise. Whether you're at Leon's Field here for softball or Yanks Field just a few hundred yards down the road further for baseball. And it's always funny when you get the out-of-town players that aren't used to it that kind of hear it for the first time and jump a little bit. 1-2, bounce right back to the pitcher, Ray, and she fires on the first dish by and corrals it, and Wiener is sat down 1-3, to three, the put out, one away here in the fourth inning. Well, I mentioned before, this is a big inning for Central simply because of the way the score is. If they don't allow a run here, they've still got some time to work with. If they allow at least one run, all of a sudden you're looking up at the scoreboard and think, okay, we're down by double digits. Run rules right around the corner. It's about to be the top of the fifth inning. So if they can get out of this inning clean, then they'll be in good shape. There's a one hopper to the shortstop from the hole, but... Sydney Miles overthrows it, and Dishbine can't stretch and get it, and Greer will be on with an error as she reaches E6, the official scoring. Well, we talked about Chloe Dishbine missing a good chunk of practice because she was a part of the Central Lady Rebels basketball team. Sydney Miles, another one as well, and she's a phenomenal softball player, but it's little things like that, just routine plays, you know, getting a ball at first base and stretching but keeping your foot on the bag throwing it from the hole across the diamond little things like that that you just haven't done in a long time in months i mean you look at basketball season it starts end of november you know this is the first time these kids have really played some softball in practice or in a game since that point as we're back to the top of the order ava huber in courtesy runner is jolie parker this one's chopped down the third baseline it stays fair and parker will find herself at second as ava huber has a single with one away in the inning here in inning number four and two on for Maddie Terry. Well, now that go-ahead, or excuse me, the run that would make it a double-digit game stands at second base right now, and there's only one out in the bottom of the fourth inning, and things looked good for Central the way this inning started. You, know, you had a grounder to your best player in Sydney Miles. Looks like it's just going to be an easy toss across the diamond, but an off throw, and now it's two on. And a 1-0 count to the two-hitter, Terry. Strikeout looking, walk, and reached on an error. Commit by McClanahan at third. That's her day so far. And the count now 1-1 one one as she watches the second pitch she sees. Excuse me, it was the dish by an error. Fall into the zone. She scored twice, too, has Terry. And she's ahead in the count 2-1. and one. This one missed high and away. It's Zoe Ray still in the circle. She had 20 pitches when she came on in the second. Then 34 in the third, and that was an inning that St. Jen sent 10 batters to the dish. The 2-1 way outside, 3-1. And and Zoe Ray, the pitching line in her for this game further than that. Pitch two and a third. She has faced 20 total batters. Four hits, seven runs, two of them earned. A pair of walks, three strikeouts. She's hit three batters as well. 
That one hops, and it'll be ball four as laying off of it, Maddie Terry. Didn't swing the bat once, and the bases are going to be loaded. And that brings in the always dangerous Chloe Staffen. She's one for two today. Hit by a pitch in the first, scored then, reached on an error in the third, scored, singled in the second for her only hit of the game, but was out on a fielder's choice. First one she sees, yanked down the left field line, just foul. That would have played it at least two. If you're looking for player of the game contenders, I think you've got to start with Schweigert. Got a two-hit game, an extra base hit as well. She's pleaded a pair of runs, scored herself, did strike out once. The 0-1 just missing low, and it makes it 1-1. One and one. The recipient of that Player of the Game Award will receive a classic hot and ready pizza from Little Caesars with locations in Farmington and Deloge. Here's the 1-1. Yanked again down the third baseline, but just foul. And it's 1-2. She was just a little bit out in front of that one, and if she squares up with it clean, that's two runs. We're not talking about a 10-run game. We're talking about an 11-run game. St. Jin, if they played six in this inning, the game's over. Yeah. Now that's, you'd think that's a stretch, but they got five in the first and five in the third, so they've been close a couple times here. The one-two reaching at it and poking is the batter in Staffen, and the shortstop, Sidney Miles, came in on it first, had to go get it, and just before the outfield grass stretches her arm out and makes an over-the-head, over-the-shoulder okay. catch. Infield's playing pretty far in for the Central Lady Rebels, and that's why Miles kind of at the turn and make that over-the-shoulder basket catch. She's playing at her normal depth. It's an easier play to make. Schmelzy at the dish. Yanks this one down. Oh, what a snag at third base. Ella McClanahan. First pitch swinging from Schmelzley and right at her. Ella McClanahan makes the catch with the left hand outstretched. And we've played four innings. 12-3 to three the score. St. Genevieve leading. No runs in that one after one hit and an error. And that brings Central up to the dish. It'll be 2-3-4 due up for the Lady Rebels after this. This is Lance Secrets at Ozarks Modern Insulation. Winter is just ahead and those expensive heating bills will be showing up in your mailbox again soon. Heat loss through your ceiling is a huge concern, but is easily addressed by air sealing and adding insulation to your attic. We have been the experts in this field for over 45 years, and we know how to address the issue. And as always, we are happy to provide you with a free in-home assessment to let you know where your home stands. Call us at 431-2707 or request your free quote online at ozarkinsulation.com. Go green and go Cardinals. McCary Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted best body shop in the parkland in 2018, American Metal and Collision is located on Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. And if you're looking for name recognition, look no further than Brad Wooten with Brad Wooten Auto Body. Located in the beautiful Arcadia Valley, Brad Wooten has a 10,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility with factory trained technicians and loaner cars on site. It's Brad Wooten Auto Body located at 401 North Main Street in Ironton. LeCarrie Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown repair shops. 
High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Weems Insurance Agency in Farmington. First pitch swinging. Kelsey Poli up for the Central Lady Rebels, and she ripped it foul down the first baseline. She'll stand in down 0-1-1, still in the circle, Ava Greer, and she delivers the 0-1 at the knees for a strike on the outside part of the plate, make it 0-2. Poli didn't really like the call, kind of stood up straight in the box, and now comes out and takes a couple of practice swings. St. Genevieve ahead 12-3. Our first inning of the game came in the fourth where neither side scored. The 0-2 grounded to the third base side. Terry comes away with it and unable to throw out the speedy Kelsey Poli as she reaches on the infield single. And I like the job by Mallory Wolk there. Knew that they weren't going to have a chance at the play at first. She came off the bag to get positioned better with the ball coming her way. As to not let it, you know, you try to stretch forward, think maybe I'll get it. And it goes off the tip of your glove to the backstop. Pulley gets another bag. Listen, you got a nine-run lead. Play it safe. Look out. Simply Miles almost took one off the dome. And that'll allow Kelsey Pulley to just jog to second base. She's going to get it nonetheless. On the wild pitch, and it's 0-1, rather, to Sydney Miles. She's singled twice in this game and scored in the third. The 1-0 lifts this one in the air to left field, going back on it the left fielder Wiener. She can't get it. Read it wrong, and that'll be a stand-up double now as they're going to try and score the runner. That was Polite. No throw to the plate, and it's 12-4, and that's a crucial run to keep this game going here as it's only a, a 9, now 8-run game. But that'll have to make St. Gen do more come the bottom of the fifth. Well, that zero up on the scoreboard for the bottom of the fourth inning for the St. Genevieve Dragons is huge because now Central didn't need the run here to keep the game going. But this run gives them some breathing room with that. It's now an eight-run ball game, and if they, it buys them time as well. Not only does it help your chances of coming back by getting a run home with nobody out in the top of the fifth inning, but... Now it gives you more wiggle room. If you do allow another run, hey, you, you got another three outs to work with still. And Cadence Cosby at the dish, ahead in the count, 1-0 after the first pitch misses low. And Greer comes set and delivers. Cosby had to go down and get this one, fouled it back into the trees. Count even at 1-1. One one. Cosby, she's been on base twice with the walk in the first, singled and scored in the third. Well, Greer was the pitcher in that district championship game against the Central Lady Rebels. Pitched six innings in that one. She allowed eight run, or eight hits, six runs, three of them earned. Walked the batter, struck out three. And it seems like she's really settled down in this contest. Only a freshman last year for the St. Genevieve Dragons, but pitched really well over the course of the season. So you know there's high expectations for her returning this season for her sophomore campaign. Cosby pops out to the second baseman. One away here in inning number five. We're in the top of the fifth, and Alexia Pompey will stand in. She's now the second baseman, the starter in the game, and she'll pop this one up straight back, coming to us, Sean, but it's going to fall before us. That's a foul ball. I, I got some reach on me, but not like that. <laughs> you would have needed a, uh, a net, a whole dip net. Yeah. Might have even still tumbled over the railing. <laughs> the count's 0-1. The 0-1 from Greer, that one's at the knees, just missing low for a ball. We're even in the count, 1-1. One one. The score is 12-4. Central got their first run in the game since the third inning here in this one when Kelsey Polite scored on the stand-up double from Sidney Miles, who stands at second currently with one away and a 1-1 one -one coming. This one's chopped that grounded to the shortstop. Going to get it, that's Huber. Oh, on the first, that'll be a... 
throwing error as reaching safely is Poppy. They would have had her out had the first baseman, Mallory Walk been able to hold the bag, but that off throw is the shortstop and Ava Huber just threw off balance, and that's E6. Mallory Walk, I don't know how tall she is, but she'd have to be about six foot five to keep her foot on the bag and still make the catch on the throw from Ava Huber. She pulled her way off the bag at first base. And so now it's runners at the corners and one out in the top of the fifth inning. And we saw St. Jen throughout this game take advantage of errors. Commit by the Central Lady Rebels. Can Central return the favor and get some runs back up on the board and make this game a little more interesting here down the stretch? Yeah, St. Jen's just going to let Poppy swipe the second base bag and avoid the throw and not let the runner at third. That's Sydney Miles score and the counts 1-0. And we'll have a conversation at the circle as head coach of the St. Genevieve Dragons. That is Becky Keim heads out there to discuss it with her infield. I think that she might just want to calm her team down here with runners at the corners and one away here in the fifth inning with one run already coming to score, Sean. Well, that's, they still got plenty of runs to work with. You don't need to get both outs here. You're not in a ton of trouble if Miles or even if Pape at second come around to score. Assuming they both do, it's still a six-run ball game, and we're in the fifth inning at this point. So St. Jen is in the driver's seats. They control this game at this point. It's just up to them. We'll see if they can get two more outs and limit the damage for the Central Lady Rebels. It's Sydney Miles at third. Alexia Poppy at second. As the meeting is adjourned, Chloe Dishbein at the dish. Ahead in the count, 1-0 as Ava Greer still in the center circle. Throws this one and misses low and inside. And it is now 2-0. The 2-0 quickly. Low and inside again. This one gets away. The runner at third trying to come in. That's Miles. She'll slide in safely on the pass ball. Make it 3-0 on the count. And that's the second run in the inning for Saint, uh, for Central rather on the wild pitch, excuse me. Well, I just said Central has paid for fielding miscues throughout this game in route to the 12, now 5 lead for the St. Genevieve Dragons. Now they've made St. Gen pay the price for it as Miles is able to come in to score on the pass ball. And Pape just got hit by a pitch, I believe. It was Chloe Dishbein. She has walked. Or excuse me, yes. As Pape stands at third base. Now runners at the corners. And standing in, it will be the pitcher, Zoe Ray. Ray rather. As she came in to pitch, and that moved Poppy to second base. And Kylie Peter comes out, and she's showing bunt, pulls back, and the runner will advance to second base. Dishbein on the stolen bag. The count's 1-0, and, oh, and five straight balls thrown by pitcher Ava Greer, and now she's in that trouble, if you will, that she was in in the first inning. Hasn't really been in it. Was kind of in the third, but got out of it. The 1-0 coming here. This one's chopped foul back to the backstop, and now it's 1-1. One one. Well, it's a 12-5 ball game here, so that gives Central some breathing room, and it cuts into the lead as well. So this is a good inning for Central for multiple reasons, as... They've got someone warming in their bullpen. It's Sydney Miles who's getting ready, going through some warm-up tosses. We'll see if they put her into the game to pitch, and that will be certainly a catch-22. I know she had the throwing error earlier in this game, but she's a good fielder at shortstop too, so if they have to take her glove out of the field, it'll be interesting to see how Central adjusts with that trade-off. But listen, if they find someone that can command the strike zone, that can generate outs, I don't think Central will care who it is and who they have to remove from the field to put that player in the circle. 
The 2-1 called a strike on the outside part of the plate. 2-2 two and two with one away and runners in scoring possession, uh, position. This one's lifted foul down the first baseline and out of play. And so we redo the 2-2 count with Zoe Ray at the dish. She's 0-for-1 today. She struck out looking in the third inning. And now she'll stand in as we redo the 2-2 count. Ava Greer ready to go. Gets the sign she wants. Toes the rubber. Unloads. Fouled again nearly into the central dugout as Ray stays alive. Her second straight foul ball with two strikes. The count remains 2-2. Two and 12-5 two. to five your score. Dragons leading. Central has played a two in the inning and threatening here with one away and two in scoring position. The 2-2 fouled back again. A good at-bat from Zoe Ray keeping this one alive as she will see pitch number eight coming here. Here's another layer of good news for the Central Lady Rebels. We're almost back up to the top of the order. Even if Zoe Ray gets out here, that's two outs in the top of the fifth inning, but you've got the eight hitter up at the plate. The 2-2 just low and inside, and the count runs full. This is a good inning, or at-bat, rather, for Zoe Ray. She's been battling here. Anything close, she's fighting off foul. Just remaining very patient at the plate. The first 3-2 count for Central since the second inning. Fouled off again. Ray making Greer work in the circle. That's the fourth foul ball of the at-bat. All coming with two strikes. And we remain a full count at 3-2 and two with runners at second and third. It is Poppy at third and Dishbein at second. The 3-2 check swing called strike three at the knees. Two away. Ray down looking for the second time today. Well, that was a good battle between her and Greer, but Greer with the advantage and the strikeout looking a huge one as well. That's in the field of play. As long as it's not right at one of the infielders, that's another run for Central. But by getting the strikeout, Greer has a chance to escape this inning and limit the damage to just two runs. That brings in McKinley Portell, and she watches the first one miss low. It's 1-0 with two on and two out. And she grounds this one right back to Greer in the center circle. She'll throw it on to first, and that will do it for the fifth inning. We head to the bottom of the fifth. Central does plate two in the inning. It's 12-5, St. Genevieve leading on KFMO. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. <laughs> and he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. <laughs> Find out how J.J. Vickers can help you with your auto, home, and life needs. 573-358-3674. Hey, guys. Cody Newkirk here. Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart. Think car smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science. Looking for Mineral Area College spirit wear, trendy college wear, school supplies, art supplies? In the market for a new laptop computer or other electronics? Check out our expanded bookstore on Mineral Area College's Park Hills campus. Not sure what to buy? A gift card might be just the thing for the Mac student in your life. Visit Mineral Area College's bookstore today on the Park Hills campus near the Lettington Park Hills exit. 
It starts here, Mineral Area College. Visit them online at mineralarea.edu. 12-5 the score from Leon's Field and St. Genevieve, the Dragons leading Central, and it's Mallory Wolk to lead things off. Schweigert follows her and Meyer the three-hole as this one's lined to the first baseman, Dishbine to her right and makes the catch. And so Mallory Wolk will now be 0 for 4 in the book, but has reached twice and does have an RBI as she lines out to the first baseman. That'll bring in Mia Schweigert. Sean, two runs for Central, but the problem is now instead of six and what would have been more for St. Genevieve to end it in this inning, now they only need three because we're into the fifth and it's no longer a 15-run rule. It's now 10. Well, so they still need three runs, and but it was only one earlier. That was the big thing. It's one thing to, okay, you allow three runs to come home. That's a good inning. You allow one, you can still have a good inning and allow one run to come home and score. So it's not like the Central Lady Rebels are up against the ropes. The difference here is the game would end at this point. Yes. Because it's the bottom half of the inning. It's not like we're sitting here in the top half of the inning or back when it was the bottom of the fourth inning. Central still had a chance to come to the plate, but I think that's why it was huge to get those runs. It's not like when they get back out on the field, they feel like they're on the ropes one run and everyone's going home. 2-1 to Schweigert. That one's high for a ball, 3-1. and one. Schweigert had an RBI double in the first, struck out looking in the second. Singleton had another RBI in the third. It's not like Central's out of the woods, but they've got – more of a window of opportunity to come back in this one. 3-1 catches the inside part of the plate. As Schweigert trying to turn away from it, thinking it was going to hit her, and it's called a strike 3-2 and two as Schweigert crowns the plate. One away here in the bottom of the fifth. 3-2 count. And Schweigert works a walk. That one misses high. And that'll bring in Ava Meyer, who homered back in inning number one. Well, Schweigert has a chance to add to her big day. I mentioned her name earlier as a contender for some free pizza. She's done a great job in the base paths and at the plate throughout this game. One away, one on. This knuckle hit could be two. Back to first. Not in time. Schweigert dives back safely. Ava Meyer just popped out on a weak fly ball to the pitcher. And Zoe Ray was there to make the catch. Dan had some spin to it, so it was going to go to Zoe Ray and stay with her. She didn't really have to move all too much for it. And because of that Schweiger and that weird spin, just in case it popped out of the glove of Zoe Ray, had to be ready to take off for second. There's a pass ball, and that'll allow Schweiger to get to second base as Cadence Cosby just sort of went to backhand that ball in the turf pellets. And instead of trying to block it, it just hops right off her elbow and back to the backstop. 1-0 count to Bruno Wiener, who's in. She is 0 for 2, walked and scored in the third. Grounded out twice to the pitcher and to the shortstop, and she laces this one foul behind her own dugout. And it's 1-1. One one. You look at the St. Genevieve lineup, and sometimes a 7-8-9 grouping oftentimes doesn't look too dangerous. For St. Genevieve, they got popped from 1-9. to nine. As the 1-1 misses outside, make it 2-1. Well, that goes back to what I always love talking about. You know, getting outs at the bottom of the lineup, that's from the pitcher's perspective. If you can produce hits and runs from the bottom of the lineup, you're going to have a pretty good season if you can do that consistently throughout the year. The 2-1 bounced right in front of the plate on the bunt. Throwing away, though, and that will allow Wiener to get to second and Schweiger to score. And Wiener going to try for third. The throw comes in. Unable to make the play on it is Dishbein as it pops out of her first base catching glove. And so standing up at third is Bruno Wiener 
on a three-bag error from the catcher. And that'll bring in Ava Greer, the pitcher, with the runner at third and, and two away. And she's the game-ending run as the first pitch hops to her. Well, here's why those two runs last in, or the top half of the inning were important. This game's over already. I mean, you talk about right now, it's Greer who's the game-ending run. The game-ending run just happened. We're already heading into post-game at this point. The 1-0. Greer back up the middle. Slow roller. Ray can't come away with it, but the shortstop comes in. Miles, and she overthrows it. A runner will score. Greer back to the bag at first, and that'll be another error, E6. A tough fielding day for Central, Putting Sean. that E6 or E1 because it hit off the pitcher, and Miles would have had to make an incredible play to make that in the first place. I think I'm going to go E1 with this one instead. I could see that. I could also see no error. Greer was close to beating it out. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll defer to you. E1? Yeah, I'll go E1 with e1. this one. Like uh, I said, it's tough to put that one on Miles because it ricocheted off the pitcher, and it was a, a bit of a slow roller towards her as well. It's one that Ray certainly had a chance on, even with some weird spin. Ava Huber fouls the first pitch off. She's behind 0-1, and she's batted in every inning. Reached on an error in the first, hit in the second and third, singled in the fourth, and she's up here in the fifth. Down 0-1, leading 14-5. That pitch misses inside. That's even at 1-1, one one, the count is. At first base, running for the pitcher, Ava Greer, it's Jolie Parker, the courtesy runner. She is the game-ending run, and a score that's 14-5, St. Jen on top. The 1-1, one one, high and outside, 2-1. and one. A lot of players on this St. Jen team that could be awarded some pizza, Sean. It'll be interesting how we work that out in the postgame show. Yeah, we've, we've got options, and you usually have that when 14 runs are put up on the board. Seldom does that happen, and you're short of options for players to give free pizza to. Ball missing inside, 3-1. and one. It is still Zoe Ray in the circle, the 3-1, high and outside, and that'll be another walk as Huber reaches first. And that moves the winning run to second base in Ava Greer. And they're going to keep Zoe Ray in the circle as Maddie Terry stands in with two on and two out. First pitch misses high. One and O. Upcoming broadcast schedule, barring any Mother Nature events, we're at Bonterre, Missouri tomorrow. Had to say it. <laughs> I did. I had <laughs> to say a, it. There's a lot of Mother Nature events in the forecast these next few days. The one O called a strike at the knees. One and one. Still feel like this is better weather than what we were dealing with a week ago, though. I mean, a week ago, you're looking at man, baseball, softball season's about to start. Yeah. This week, even with the rain, the temperatures are up there at least. 1-1, lifted down the first baseline in foul territory, gets into the bullpen, and it's 1-2, and two, Terry behind in the count. It'll be North County and West County, and a game that you wouldn't think is a rivalry, but kind of is. I remember playing my senior year in, up against West County when they beat us for the first time since 1998. I say us, I was on the North County Raiders. This 1-2 lifted down the right field line, that'll get foul. Well, it's a pair of programs that in recent years have had some good baseball played there. West County's had some good years of late. And you go back to their third place win, uh, finish a couple of seasons ago back in Class 3. And North County has had some good baseball years around that same time as well. 
One, two, hops to the dish, runner to third, the throw, the tag, not in time, just underneath the tag. That's tough. It was Jolie Parker swiping second, and that allows Ava Huber to get to second as well as it was Parker swiping third, rather, and a 2-2 count as the pitch missed low. Well, nice job by Parker. The aggressiveness on the base pass, taking third and somehow avoiding the tag. Oh, I think she wanted to get home as that one missed high and away and got to the backstop. But fortunately for Central, the hop came right back to the catcher, Cadence Cosby, with her back standing right about a foot in front of home plate. I think that just hit the sweet spot on the edge of the stone wall that lines the backstop for about two or three feet up. 3-2, just missed inside and low. And now the bases will be loaded with Chloe Staffen coming up. And what could be our final at-bat well, we're going to get one of two results here. We are going to head to the sixth inning, or we're going to head to postgame. Either the Central Lady Rebels get an out and stay alive for at least three more outs, or the St. Genevieve Dragons are going to get that run via walk, via hit, however it may come. They're going to walk this game off as well via the run rule in the fifth inning. 14-5 the score, standing in Chloe Staffen. The first pitch she sees pulling the string, Zoe Ray, and Staffen out in front of it, 0-1. Staffen, she's scored twice, hit by the pitch in the first, reaching on error in the second, singled in, uh, in the third, rather, singled in the second. And off-speed must have been the topic of conversation between Cosby and Ray, because Ray, or Cosby rather, kind of pumped her fist and pointed at Ray after that off-speed pitch induced the strike. The 0-1. Low for a ball, one and one. Good job by Cadence Cosby to stay in front of that one with the block to keep this game alive. One and one coming here. That one's just high, and it's two and one. That one looked good, but Staffen with the wise look laid off of it. Two one coming in a 14-5 game. Ray to Staffen. Swung on and missed. Pulled the string again. Two and two with two outs and the bases loaded. It's... Jolie Parker at third, Ava Huber at second, and Maddie Terry, the runner at first base. The only one that matters, though, Jolie Parker at third base. The 2-2. This one's popped foul over the backstop and netting. And so Staffen stays alive. You got Parker at third. She's the only one that matters, like you said. But the players on base matter just because it's not like there's anywhere to put Chloe Staff in if she's able to reach on you know a softly hit single 2-2 two, two, high and away 3-2 and two. Uh, or if you throw ball 4 right here Staffin with a full count stands in Ray towing the rubber with her right foot the right handed pitcher delivers the 3-2 swung on and missed and Staffin down swinging and will play a 6th inning 14-5 the score. The Dragons get two in that one to answer the two runs scored by Central. And we head to the inning break. As with the sixth inning, Central will bring up 9-1-2. And Sean Malone will take you the rest of the way in the sixth and seventh as we send you to break here. 14-5, St. Jen leading on KFMO. Are you building a new home? If so, you need to know the importance of making it energy efficient. The only time to insulate your home to the highest standard is while it's being built. This is Lance Seacrest, and at Ozarks Modern Insulation, our goal is to make your energy costs as low as we possibly can. Request a free quote online anytime at ozarkinsulation.com. See Plaza Tire Service for the right tire at the right price right now. 
Placid Tire Service is the area's biggest selection of in-stock tires at the lowest price. While others are searching for tires to order, we'll get you fixed up with a great set of tires and back on the road in no time with our four tires, one hour guarantee. Plus, we make the purchase easy on your budget with our Placid Tire Service card or no credit needed financing options. For the right tire at the right price right now, the choice is easy. That's Placid Tire Service. Farmington Building Supply on Karst Boulevard in Farmington is there to help with everything you need for your next project. Rick and his team are knowledgeable and experienced and are there to help, whether you're a professional contractor or the do-it-yourselfer. Farmington Building Supply, locally owned since 1958, offers you their number one priority, service. Find all the supplies you're looking for along with information and experience you need to finish your project from start to finish at Farmington Building Supply on Karst Boulevard in Farmington. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by LeCarrie Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the parkland, Ozark Federal Savings and Loan in Farmington, Boyd & Associates in Farmington, and the Kimber Monroe Law Office in Farmington. Swinging strike to begin the top of the sixth inning as Ella McClanahan falls behind 0-1. Central Lady Rebels kept this game going. Let's see what they do with it, though, as... They'll have the top of the order coming up after McClanahan. And it'll be the fourth time through the order as well. So they've got a good look at Ava Greer. But Ava Greer has done a good job against the tough Central Lady Rebel squad. Only allowing five runs throughout the game so far. That one hit to a spot that second baseman Mia Schweiger just vacated into right field where it's misplayed by Ava Meyer. And into second, standing up with a double. Is Ella McClanahan, not sure if Meyer would have been able to keep it to just a single, but McClanahan able to stand at second base now, setting the table for Alexis Portel on the top of the order for the Central Lady Rebels. That's a good piece of hitting. Tough play by the second baseman is right there with Schweigert, but I think the hit kind of confused her. It had a little well, bit of a hook to it. She, right as the hit was coming in, took a shuffle to her right, and then the ball was smoked towards that spot she just vacated. If she didn't take that shuffle... She's got an easy play on the ball. There's one away in the top of the sixth inning. Instead, because of that little extra move that she did, it opened up a spot on the right-hand side for McClanahan to poke the ball through. And she is now standing at second base with a leadoff double to begin the top of the sixth inning. Some mists starting to come down here in St. Genevieve. Yeah, ball missing. Want to know the count to Alexis Portel. Pitch, bunt. Barrel pulled back, taken high and inside for a ball. 2-0 your count. Portel digs back in. She is 0-2 so far. Walk, strikeout, swinging, and a ground out right back to the pitcher, Ava Greer, who induces a foul ball. And the count is 2-1, rather. Out of town scoreboard check. Boys tennis. Tosi beating Arcadia Valley 6-3. That brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door at 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington, providing over 40 years of great service to their customers. Visit them at mineralareadoor.com. Pitch taken for called strike three on Portel, and she is down on strikes. Portell's second strikeout of the ball game, and that brings Kelsey Poli to the plate. Eighth strikeout for Ava Greer. She's done really well in the circle today. 
And she's allowed a couple of runs, not all of them her doing, but she's done a good job of getting the strikeouts, and that's been a big reason why she's been able to work in and then eventually out of trouble throughout this game. Pitch misses, or excuse me, clips the corner of the strike zone. Count is 0-1 to Kelsey Pulley. The 0-1 pitch. Foul tipped, just barely getting a piece of it is Pulley. And quickly, the count is 0-2. You've got Sydney Miles awaiting her turn on deck. A runner on second in McClanahan, one out, top of the sixth inning. Upstairs, missing for a ball, pops out of the mitt of Staffin, staying at second base is McClanahan. And the count goes one and two. Greer holding the ball against her right hip, sets in front of her and delivers. And it's a foul ball went off of Kelsey Bullied in the box. Remains a 1-2 count in a 14-5 ball game favoring the St. Genevieve Dragons. They've had Central on the ropes as recently as an inning ago. Bases loaded, full count. One run scores for St. Gen and the inning's over, and they didn't get that final run across. Had the runner at third base, Sean. That's it, and it's not like there was anywhere to put the runner at the, uh, or the batter at the plate. Two and two, your count following that ball to Pulley. As Greer sets the pitch from the righty. Missing low for a ball. Count is full three and two. If Central wants to pull a huge comeback here, even if they're able to get to a seventh inning, this is a huge opportunity as Pulley will strike out swinging. But you've got now two outs. It was one when I said that. And a runner at second and Sydney Miles up at the plate. If Miles can't plate this run and we head to the seventh inning, you may not see Sydney Miles come to the plate or the top of the order for the Central Lady Rebels for that matter. This is kind of, you can help yourself a plenty getting deeper through the order and getting closer to bringing the top of the order back up if you can plate some runs in the process as well. Let's bat around a little bit here. The 1-0, missing low and away for a ball, 2-0. Something John Rudy likes to say, keep the, the train moving, keep the line yep. moving. Always tough to do, though, with two outs, but we can see it can be done. It's not oh, yeah. anything difficult, just a little bit tougher. You just got to string a couple hits together. Miles, Cosby, Pape. Right, that one misses for a ball, 3-0. and oh. Got countdown to Cardinals opening day starting on a B104.3 about 20 minutes ago. If you're interested in the final show before the season gets started for the St. Louis Cardinals, is there's a get-me-over strike delivered by Ava Greer. Three and one goes your count. And a week from tomorrow, opening day for the St. Louis Cardinals. Listen to them all season long on B104.3. Grounder to short. Huber throws to first. It pulls. Wolk off the bag. They're going to send the runner home. And she's not tagged out. The tag came, but it popped out of the glove of the catcher, Chloe Staffin. McClanahan is safe at home, but she's now down hurt as Miles advances to second. Looks like she took a, a shot upstairs. She's kind of reaching for her forehead. She's not insane. She's all right, but I think she kind of just got the worst of it when Staffin tried to turn for the swipe tag. That's just a tough break. I mean, a good play base running-wise by McClanahan to – be greedy and get that run as she makes her way back to the dugout 
Saffin swung back, got the tag, and I think the contact's what knocked the ball out. And McClanahan will be safe. And Miles is safe as well. I'll call that an infield error. Or an I, infield I call it an rather. infield single, and then she moved up to second on, an, on the error. So Miles stands at second. And what's now an eight-run ball game, Central has cut into that lead once again. Pitch taken on the outside for a ball by Cosby. The count is 1-0. The 1-0 pitch, missing outside, 2-0. Two outs, top of the sixth inning. It's now a 14-6 ball game following that run scored. In the turf for a ball, gets away from the catcher. Miles will take third as a result on the wild pitch. And a 3-0 count to Cadence Cosby. Another opportunity, like you said, Jared, keep that train a-moving for the Central Rebels. Very fitting with the depot across the street. Yeah, those trains have been moving throughout this game. The 2-1. Rolled up the first baseline, touched in foul territory by Mallory Wolk. It's a 2-2 count. The 2-2 pitch. Outside, ball three. Three and two, your count. It's a huge at-bat for Cadence Cosby. A huge pitch coming here for Ava Greer, trying to get out of this one with the runner at third. Count is full at three and two. Pitch. Pulled towards third. Trying to backhand it is Terry. It's picked up by the shortstop Huber in the hole. She has nowhere to go with it. I think it was smoke towards third base, and the Central Rebels get another run. It's now 14-7 ball game. You cut the lead in half. Seven looks a whole lot better than nine. And the line keeps moving. And in a game against a good pitcher in Ava Greer, the Central Lady Rebels have put up seven runs, all said and done at the end of the day. Greer held them to just three through four innings complete. Central in the backhand of the inning here, of this ball game, rather, Putting some runs up on the board, making this game interesting as Pape swings through the first pitch she sees in this at-bat. 0-1, she's behind. Ground out, strikeout swinging. Reached on an error. And now a throw to second is taken off as Cosby. She's in there safely with a steal. The count is 0-2. The hit and run was on. Poppy just missed it. The runner in Cadence Cosby is lucky that throw went to center field or she would have been gunned down. This one hit to shallow left field. Wiener watches Ava Huber call it off and make the play at shortstop for out number three and end the inning. Two runs, three hits, one error. Keeps the train moving for the Central Lady Rebels, but they'll need a lot more, including a quick inning if they want to keep this game close. They trail as we head to the bottom of the sixth inning, 14-7 on KFMO. So, Dan, which do you like better, working or retirement? Well, that's a really tough choice because I like working with you. And, Dan, what do you like better, pizza slices or cheese sticks? Both. Good thing, because Little Caesars has a slice and stick special for only $6.99. Four slices and eight sticks for only $6.99? Now, I really miss Little Caesars. Put one in the oven for me. That's Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. Tell them the dough girl sent ya. 
When you buy a vehicle, it's a big purchase and often a sacrifice. Hi, I'm John Robinson, sales manager at Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Farmington. When you're thinking about buying a newer used vehicle, we understand the hard work it takes to pay for one. That is why we work harder than any other dealership to get you the best deal possible. At Pettis Automotive, we will get you into the vehicle you need and want for the best price with the best customer service. Visit us today on the Auto Road off Highway 67 and let us help you get into the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Pettis Automotive, we will work harder for you than any other dealership. <laughs> At Ledco Community Credit Union, the mobile app makes it easier than ever to handle all of your daily banking needs. Designed to be intuitive and simple to use, the app offers you access to a wide range of popular features, including account balance and transfer, transfers between Ledco accounts, schedule, manage and pay bills, as well as mobile deposit capture. See their website for download instructions. The staff at Ledco Community Credit Union can make your life easier and more convenient. And they're proud to sponsor high school sports online. You can hear award-winning high school sports broadcasts on your computer or your iPad. Or you can download the KFMO radio app and have high school sports on any mobile device. Brought to you by KFMO and our partners at Ledco Community Credit Union. Visit us online at ledco.org or visit both of our branches. One in Park Hills, one in Farmington. Ledco Community Credit Union. A 1-1 count to Hope Schmelzley in the bottom of the sixth inning to lead things off. She's had a good day herself. Singled on a hard ground ball to center field. Singled on a fly ball to center in her first two at-bats. Was plunked in her third and then smoked one. Ella McClanahan at third base to line out. She's got a 2-1 count here as that pitch misses. A 14-7 ball game featuring the St. Genevieve Dragons over the Central Rebels. 2-1 pitch. Outside part of the plate. Just missing for a ball. Three and one goes your counts. The three one. And did that get a piece of her? Yes, it did. Hope Schmelzley hit by a pitch. So she takes first base. And it's a leadoff runner for the St. Genevieve Dragons to begin the bottom of the sixth inning. If the Central Lady Rebels can prevent St. Genevieve from plating three runs, they'll lead off the top of the seventh inning with Chloe Dishbein, the six-hitter for the Central Lady Rebels. She'll be followed up by Ray and Portel. Corners creeping in closer on Mallory Wolk as she swings through the first pitch she sees, and she's behind 0-1. Ray with the pitch, and it's smoked back up the middle, past the diving Sydney Miles, and through to center field for a base hit. It's a good piece of hitting by Mallory Wolk. Single up Broadway, and it's two on, nobody out, bottom of the sixth inning. Mia Schweiger comes to the plate. Check the out-of-town scoreboard, Sean. Down the road, St. Genevieve loses to St. Vincent, 7-6. to six. And The game played at Yanks Field in St. Genevieve. Originally scheduled to be played in uh, St. Vincent, I believe. They moved that game to Yanksfield, correct? That is correct. Fought off foul by Schweiger. Rain we got yesterday. St. Vincent got as well, and they don't have a turf field. St. Genevieve does. Schweiger, two for three. Double to left, strikeout looking. Strikeout, or excuse me, single on a hard ground ball to third and worked a walk in this game as well. 
Pitch misses for a ball, one and one, your count to Schweiger. That's the same reason as why Farmington's game against Cape Central that was supposed to be at Wilson Roser has been moved to Cape. That's why, like I said before, a lot of these schools are looking to get those turf infields. Is it prevents this situation from happening. You have a home game, and instead of Farmington relaxing at home, taking on Cape Central, they got to get on a bus and hit the road to go play at Cape Central. That's one thing. If you got to go instead of playing in, you know, Farmington, have to go to St. Jen to play. It's another thing when you got to go all the way to Cape Girardeau. Pitch misses low and inside for a ball, and the count is all even at two balls, two strikes. At Adamstown Scoreboard, Sean brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door. They install garage doors, awnings, and patio covers, and more. For a full list of services, visit mineralareador.com. The 2-2. Sliced foul off of Schweiger. She stays alive with a 2-2 count still. You got runners on second and first in Schmelzley and Wolk. And Schweiger up at the plate. All three of them come around to score. This ball game ends here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Hit high in the air, but yanked well foul and out of play. Stays a 2-2 count. Talked about some of the sophomores that this central bunch has back, including Sidney Miles and Cadence Cosby. West County, they got a couple really good sophomores back from last year's team as well. Pitch. Outside part of the plate, and they say Schweiger went around. The home plate umpire called it, and it's strike three. That's a tough call, Sean. I, I didn't see that she went around, but, again, the uh, home plate umpire has the better angle. Yeah, the infield umpires moved to behind shortstop Sidney Miles so he can have a good look at a play that would happen at third base. And that will bring Ava Meyer to the dish. And the first pitch in on her as she turns away for a ball. Ava Meyer homered on a fly ball to center field in her first at-bat, a no-doubter off the bat. Struck out twice in her next two at-bats, both looking, and flew out to the pitcher Zoe Ray the last time she came to the plate. She takes a strike, and it's a 1-1 count. Still two on at first and second. It's one away in the bottom of the sixth inning and a 14-7 lead for the St. Genevieve Dragons. The pitch. Upstairs for a ball, two and one. Brenna Wiener on deck. She's searching for her first hit of the game. Ground out, walk, ground out, and reached on an error by catcher Cadence Cosby on a bunt. Two one. Swung on and missed. Big hack from Ava Meyer. She wanted the game ending home run to go with her home run back in her first at bat. The two two. Zoe Ray rocks and fires. Swung on and miss. Another big hack from Ava Meyer. She chases one upstairs, and she's down for out number two. That's the hat trick of strikeouts for Meyer, her third. Two looking, and this one's swinging. And now that'll bring Wiener to the plate. Digs into the left-handed batter's box. And the pitch. High chopper, well fouled towards third. Touched in foul territory by McClanahan. Counts hits 0-1. Check that mineral area overhead door out of town scoreboard once more. And Cape Central leading Farmington 12-2. As that one was moved to Cape Central and this one's fouled off. It's now 0-2 as Winner couldn't keep this one in fair territory. She was behind the fastball. 
In a similar situation we see down the road where St. Genevieve on their home field are the road team, the same with Cape Central on their home field, the road team as well. So they're in the bottom of the sixth. Farmington is batting, trailing 12-2. The 0-2. Chopped towards short. Miles has it. Throws across the diamond to first as she was almost cut off by McClanahan. Almost took off McClanahan's head with the ensuing throw, but she does get it across the diamond, and we will head to the seventh inning. Last chance for the Central Lady Rebels. They got a plate seven if they want to come back in this one after no runs, one hit, no errors, and two runners left stranded on base to end the sixth. It's Dishbine, Ray, and Portel due up for Central, and we return on KFMO. Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Hi, just ask our team member, Sarah. When you order a Culver's Butterburger, you're never just a customer. You're a guest in our home. It's why we cook each Butterburger to order just for you, right down to getting the perfect sear on the beef. That extra care may be a small-town thing, but it's big-time important to us. Let us serve you with a smile that stretches from our hometown to yours. Welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. We won't be beat. Placid Tire Service is the low-price leader on tires. And if you do manage to find a lower price on a comparable tire, we'll match it with our low-price pledge. Stretch your dollars with outstanding deals from Placid Tire Service on tires for your car, van, truck, crossover, SUV, and more. Placid Tire Service has a huge selection of tires in stock and ready to install today. Plus, get six months deferred interest on purchases of $149 or more with your Placid Tire Service card. For the best deal on tires, see Placid Tire Service. At Ozarks Federal Savings and Loan, our community loan program is designed for skilled essential workers and professionals. This program offers these individuals low to no money down home loans. So if you are a medical or dental professional or a community hero, call or stop by any of our Ozarks Federal locations to find out more. At Ozarks Federal, we know our customers by name. We want you to love us as much as we love our communities. Always loyal, always local. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. OFSL.bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Last chance for Central, 1-0 your count. Dishbine smokes the short. Huber handles it on a hop, takes it across the diamond to Wolk for one. And there are two outs remaining for the Central Lady Rebels to try to come back in this one. Ray up to the plate. She'll dig into the right-handed batter's box. 0 for 2 on the day so far. Struck out looking in both her at-bats. Ava Greer has really had her number. First pitch, misses on the outside part of the plate. No, excuse me, it's called a strike. Generous strike call. That one was at least two inches out of the zone. We kind of saw a tight strike zone when the game began, and as it's progressed, it's kind of slowly swelled a little bit, especially in those low corners. The 1 Hit into right field. Over the head of the right fielder, Ava Meyer. She'll track it down as... Ray pushes for second, and she's out trying to take second base. She didn't even slide into second. The throw from Meyer went to Huber at short, and she quickly a pirouette to apply the tag. So Ray with the single out trying to push for second base, and the Central Lady Rebels down to their final out. I like the aggressiveness, aggressiveness, Sean. I don't know if I like it in a 14-7 game. Yeah, if this wasn't a 14-7 ball game, great. Push for that second base. That's fine. In the, in the top of the seventh inning, when you've got one out already and you've got to plate seven runs, just take that one base and that's it.
First pitch to Portel. That's McKinley Portel taking for a ball. 1-0 now your count. Two outs, top of the seventh inning. Central's got to plate seven runs before committing an out if they want to tie this ball game up. 1-0. Hit up the middle through for a base hit into center field. It's knocked down by Schmelzley in center. Portel will stay at first. And it's a little two-out single for Portel to keep this game going at least one at-bat further. McClanahan will come to the plate. Nine-hitter for the Central Lady Rebels. If she can reach safely, the top of the order will come up. Doubled on a hard ground ball to right field just past Schweiger, who kind of hopped out of the way of it in her first at-bat. And there's a pitch that gets away from Chloe Staffin behind the plate. Portel will take second, so that eliminates the force out there. Count sits 1-0. As Greer digs back in. The pitch. Pulled towards third, backhanded, stabbed by Maddie Terry, and she will get Portel pushing for third for out number three, and that will do it. What a play by Maddie Terry at third base to catch Portel being aggressive. I think Portel didn't think Maddie Terry had a chance at it or that she wasn't going to be playing some heads-up softball and watch for her to come over to third. Made it really easy for Terry, and our game is final. The St. Genevieve Dragons have won two in a row. They go to two and three on the year with the victory. The Central Lady Rebels begin the season 0-2, 14-7 your score. St. Genevieve tops Central. We'll take a break. When we return, Bill Bass, American Family Insurance Post Game Show, comes your way next on KFMO.